tension. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. face of your weddings, parties, family and social gatherings or any form of event with services from Jace Cakes and Floral Institute your number one one stop shop in the provision of catering services, decor and event management. Jace Cakes and Floral Institute also caters for your child's future career with an excellent teaching and practical training in cake techniques, decor floral arrangement, bridal makeup and event management. With an SHS or JHS qualification you can enroll at Jace Case and Floral Institute for a successful career in the culinary art industry, leading to an MVTI certificate upon completion. Locate Jay's Cakes and Floral Institute at Adringano School Junction. You can also call for your special orders and enquiries on 0208-888-044 and on the World Wide Web on www.jscakesinstitute.com. Jay's Cakes and Floral Institute, your place of excellence and innovation. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Day in and day out, great men are born, and great people emerge, and great companies come up. But what actually keeps going is about the attitude. One great person, Zig Ziglag, which all of us know, us have read about, put it this way, he said, Motivation keeps you going, but attitude is actually that sustains you or makes you, or your habit is what will sustain you. So it means that you can be motivated to do something, but when you don't have the attitude, you can lose it. Are you there with me? A lot of great doors and opportunities have opened for people, but they have messed up. They did not mess up because they didn't have the requisite tools or what it requires of them to have. But they mess up because they never had the attitude to keep what they have. Are you there with me? So the most important thing you should know or value in life is your attitude. It is also said that your attitude determines your altitude. Is that right? Which means that your attitude determines how far you go in life. Whether you succeed or you will not succeed, it will be determined by your attitude. Amen. However, what undergathers your attitude is your habits. And your habits are things you have learned over years and has become part of you. So more or less, your habits becomes like your second nature. Are you there with me? So your habit actually comes to fuel or to define your attitude. And a lot of us wishes to be great and we want to break through in the year of the breakthrough, but we don't have the attitude. Amen. One great motivational speaker who I just discovered in the United States of America by name Jonathan put it this way. He said, when you look at yourself, you realize that you want to achieve great, but it will take certain factors in your life for you to achieve whatever you want to achieve because success doesn't come easily. Tell somebody success doesn't come easily. If wishes were horses, beggars will ride it, which means that if I wish for something and I can get it right now, then there is no problem with it. But how many of us have not wished before? How many of us have wished? 
you wished right now you should be in the United States of America so that you will not go through the embassy for your visa to be denied. So that you can easily fly to the US, isn't it? But you can't have it. Can you have it? No, you can't have it. So Jonathan put it this way that your attitude is the library of your past, the speaker of your present, and the prophet of your future. This simply means is that any man you meet, the way the person looks, the way the person talks, will inform you where the person is coming from. So anytime you appear before people, whether you are having a negotiation dealing with business, or you have just promoted in your office, or you are just going into business, or whatever you want to do, when people meet you, they can be able to read you based on where you are coming from because your, your attitude, what you grew up with, and how you live your life, and the way you behave has become a library. Now, it's a speaker of your present because as you begin to speak and begin to behave, people can easily read who you are. And it's the profit of your future because if you have what the American called an attitude, the American calls something, you have an attitude. When they say you have an attitude, it means that you are boring. Amen. It means that you, you, you are the one that thinks that the whole world is thinking. Um, and anywhere you are going, it's like you carry the crowd with you. It's like you, you, you rub off everybody, stop everybody and that kind of thing. They said you have, a, you have an attitude. Now, if you are a person and maybe you are going to negotiate for a business or you are going to enter into any deal, when you sit down and you are dealing with the people, because you have this attitude, which is the library of your past, and then a speaker of your present, whilst you are talking and the people are behaving or towards you, the way you react towards it will inform them who you are. Now, you can lose a business which is already sealed. You can lose it within a microsecond because of an attitude. Now, immediately you lose that business, you have lost your profit. Now, when you're able to click the business, you have made a profit. So, whatever you achieve in your future, it speaks of what attitude you have cultivated till now. A lot of women enters into marriage, but they are packed out of the marriage the next, the next hour. It's not because of a witch or a wizard. It's because of an attitude. They never learned to cook. They were disrespectful to their parents. They insult everybody that comes their way. They treat everybody like a rag. They enter into the marriage and want to still treat the husband like a, a maid servant. And anybody that comes around is a problem. Everything around them stinks. The next thing is that you get in on the nerves of the guy. And the guy, if he doesn't turn Azuma Nessie overnight then he will pray some prayers. If he can't pray the prayers, he will find you out. It's everything. We are missing it in this part of our world, or society, or nature, or human world is missing out because we don't have the right attitude. You meet a lot of people, and a lot of people want to become great, but they don't have the right attitude. You commit businesses into people's hands and they mess it because they don't have the attitude. You see, anything somebody gives you to look after, you have to own it. Tell somebody you have to own it. You see, you cannot become who you want to be if you cannot own somebody's work and take good care of it. You see, it's a lie to say that you want to have your own work and if I get my own work, I can do well. I can do good. It's a lie. If you can't take good care of somebody's own today, you cannot take care of your own tomorrow. What you have not learned and what you have not cultivated, you cannot produce. And what you don't have, you cannot give. I have met several times in our shops and all this. I'm a very street disciplinarian and I believe in order and I believe in decency of doing things. That is my nature because I was actually brought up in a military home 
And apart from that, I have my early education or school throughout to where I've got into through a Presbyterian school and an Anglican school. So you know what I'm talking about. So I was not that, that about type where maybe I'll be spoiled with certain things, a chocolate or biscuit and all those things. I remember if you just go around to food, I was very naughty also in the house and I met a father who is very hard. The only thing he used to cane us with is electric wire. And I always thought, but they would still get me. And sometimes I would not bath. I will go and hide and get people to come and beg. And the people would come and beg, all right, but after they left, then I will, I will get my lashes. Sometimes when you are sleeping, that is when they get you. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Very, very naughty. Untamable. Amen. But I went through it. And throughout my life, I have gotten to where I have gotten to because of certain disciplines I cultivated. And I have seen in people, I've seen a lot of people fail. I have seen, I grew up in an environment, I've seen a lot of people who were very wealthy. They have all that it takes, but today they are paupers and they are begging. I've seen a lot of them who were doing very well, that they could have been up there, but today they are working on the foot. And I asked myself what it is. I have, I always have opportunity. When I was working in the hotel, there was this steward in the hotel who was very elderly and very, very old. And, and, and you see him all the time running around, scrapping the floor and washing the, you know, how stewards work in the hotel. And, and, and I find it difficult that such an elderly man is working under me and you call him and he's saluting you and he's running around. And such a young guy, I tried to question. I like asking questions about life. So I called him and I sat and I said, Lou, what's up? So I called him to my office and we sat down and I said, I want to find out this from you. You are very old enough at this age and you are doing this work. You should be retiring by now. You should be able to be enjoying yourself and all this. Why are you here? I want you to advise me. I'm a young guy. I'm coming up. I want you to advise me what to do with my life because I don't know what the future holds for me, but I want you to give me a counsel. And he told me this. He said, my son, you see me here. I shouldn't have been here by now, but this is what happened. It's all about attitude. Say attitude. This man has a very big opportunity. He was actually the first guy. He was actually working with the ex-president. Then in the military, he polishes his shoes. He does a lot of things for him. And when the man got an opportunity and he was elevated, definitely he was also elevated with it. The young, the children that were born, he was with them and all those things. But the man has an attitude of drinking. The small, small bottles you are taking, you will not know where you go and disgrace yourself. And no preaching can change your mind. Because you think the pastor is not there, so you can hide and just get some alombo kebasho or some wine down or smooth. It's good. And this guy was very committed, very faithful. They loved the guy and all those things. There was one day they said he had a party and there was a special drink that was reserved by the woman of the house for the guests that would come. And because of his insatiable desire for drink, he went and took the drink and, and just went into some corner and did some justice to the drink. Now when he did the justice to the drink, now they came looking for the drink and they could not find the drink. That was the exit of the guy. Quite apart from it, he was a womanizer. And he was telling me that at the age where he is now, he still have younger children that he's taking care of. So he has excess liability. Whilst his children are depending upon him, his grandchildren are there, then his younger ones too are there. And above all, he likes freaking. So he told me this. He said, son, this is my life. I try, but I cannot change. Because at this age, there's nothing I can do. I said, there's something you got. He said, no. The advice I want to give you is that if you want to succeed, stay away from drink, stay away from women, stay away from frivolous life and have a focus you can be there when i was in the training college i'm a practical man so i use practicality i don't live through life and forget about things i live through life to learn through life a lot of us walk through life and we don't learn anything when i was in the training college i grew up in a very challenging environment where we do all kinds of things 
But when I moved on to the training college, my mom sent someone to come and advise me that as I've gone into that environment, I should live a good life. And that so many things are happening back home, so I should be careful. I said, okay, fine. I came down on vacation, and a friend of mine told me, we're a very good friend in a cycle, and a friend of mine told me that his girlfriend, another friend of ours, is actually dating the girlfriend. And the meeting place was actually one of our friend's room, who also knows of their relationship. So he, he reported a case to me, and I called them and spoke to them. They all denied the fact that there's nothing going on. I said, okay, fine. But this is what is happening. If that is happening, then it's bad. I grew up with life that if you are my girl, you are my friend's girlfriend, I don't have anything to do with you. No matter how it will be. I can be naughty, but I can't do it. And I will not do it. I grew up not sleeping with people's wives, even though I can be naughty. Not that I don't have the scholarship, but I will never do it because I know the consequences. And when that happened, I left for school. But barely after some few months, this guy who thought he has money and so he can play around my friend, I mean friends, and then take charge of this thing. This guy died suddenly. Now he's deaf. When they brought him out of the mortuary, his corpse, those that prepared the corpse could not prepare because the skin was just peeling off and the flesh was just coming out. So they have to gather him like that and put him in the coffin and go and bury him without giving him a proper befitting treatment. Guess what happened? The gentleman eliminated him. One hot afternoon, this lady was just walking in a certain corner and then somebody just appeared, slapped the lady, she fell down. As I'm talking to you now, the lady is, how would I put it? Limping on one leg. She was not born with it. Attitude. There was this man in our area who was very, very wicked that we all knew. And when we were growing up as young guys, you can't dare go near him. At a certain stage of his life where he was old enough to have benefited from his children, he felt sick that he cannot do anything. What happens to him that he eases himself and eats it and weeks on himself? One Juma who thought he was so powerful that when we even play our football and it entered into his house, you cannot enter in there. I remember very well with the coast team or the young team that we formed, like Kingston came to play for, and Stephen Apia played for Freedom Fighters, and all those things. Freedom was for Richard Nowus, that was Richard Nowus' team, and I was the secretary for Young Kotoko, and all that. Now, this man, did you understand that we eliminated one of our, he could have been the best strikers in Ghana today. He plays on both foot, and anywhere he stands, he can score you. How did they do it? They just write the guy's name, planted into a palm tree and nailed it. This guy died. This man, when he was dying, part of his body got rotten. Maggots were coming out, but he was still alive. When you have not seen anything in life before, you live life like there is nothing in existence. Church, attitude is a factor. I have seen a lot of ladies who are not getting married, not because there were no suitors, but anybody that comes close to them, people will tell them who they are. Because of what? An attitude. A gentleman, I'm giving you my stories, I've not ended. A young guy was working with a man, very, very committed, very, very energetic, very, very good. And they were in a construction firm, building and all those things, houses everywhere. But the boss has not done anything for the gentleman. Then eventually, one day, the gentleman, the boss called the gentleman that he has a very, and the guy knew the land. The land was situated in a very strategic area, 
and he made him brought him a very good plan and the plan was excellent in fact the building was magnificent than any of the buildings they have ever built the boss has so many houses none of the house the boss was asking him to go and build can be compared to any of the house of the boss so the gentleman took it and the gentleman said this time i'm going to show my boss so he took the plan all right because he executed the work of the boss the boss doesn't have anything he's just like joseph in potiphar's house so the gentleman contracted the laborers. They did everything. He said three story, and with all the goodies that comes with it, he did everything. But he did not put pillars in the building. He actually built a trapped house for death, and gave it a lifespan. Latest by five years, everything will collapse. The man and his family will perish. Next time, when he dies and goes and come back, he will learn to treat people. Church, guess what? When he has finished with all the building, then the boss called for a, a party in the house too open it so he made him invite all his parents and everything as they sat down they were drinking and making merry then the boss stood up and said this is the day I've decided to honor Asimesi for the lack of words in Ghana you are free to choose Kofi or Kwame so this is the day I want to honor Kwame so he took the keys and threw it up and called the guy to stand up and he said this house we are in and the celebration we are having I did not tell Kwame but this is it he has served me all these years and I have loved me for his faithfulness. I have tried him in so many areas. And I made him do so many things. Oh, I'm, try, I'm testing his heart to see who he is. So I decided to give him the best part of the land. To build the best house as a reward and a compensation. So he said, I call you parents as witnesses today. Kwame, take it. Now Kwame received the kiss and Kwame was crying. Everybody around thought it was a tears of joy. Then he has to confess. He said, I cannot live in this house. He said, why? He said, I thought you are wicked. So I built this house. It would have killed you in less than five years. Because there were no pillars and nothing in the house. It could have trapped you and that would be your end. Because I thought you are selfish and you were not taking care of me. The boss said, that is your heritage. Go and live in it. Attitude. I'm being practical with you this morning. Finally, a young guy was looking for a job. He has prayed everywhere. He was not getting any work. Then he was called for a job interview. Dressed up as usual as we had put on his tie. And whilst he was going, he met a man who has got a flat tie on the way. This man is well dressed, well decent, and he's sweating. Then this gentleman got down from the car. Went to the man and asked him, can I please help you? He said, what is it? I've got a flat tie. He said, you have a jack? Of course, you know the thing. He took everything, jacked the car, removed the tie, and then found a organizer somewhere. He was going for an interview. Find an organizer, fixed the tie, came and replaced it and did everything. Then when he finished there, sweating and he was wet. Somebody that is going for an interview. He can't go back, but he has still have to continue. Then the man asked, where are you going? He said, I'm heading towards this direction. The man gave him a lift. When they got to where he is, the guy got down. And then the man went his way. Then the gentleman went for the interview. Apparently, when he got to the interview, he didn't get the job. So when they were going, the man asked, where you were going? He said, I'm attending an interview in XYZ company. He said, okay, fine. The man didn't say anything. He didn't comment. He said, thank you, gentlemen. God bless you. He got him there. He went for the interview. The gentleman did But as the gentleman was coming out of the place, the receptionist called. He said, the CEO wants to speak with you. He said, the CEO? He said, yes. He said, okay. He directed him to the CEO office. Apparently, the CEO of the company was the man he helped on the way. And so when he sat before the man, he said, here I am. He said, what happened to your interview? He said, I didn't get the job. I've waited for so many years. I've not got the job. I have more my qualifications. He looked at it. He said, okay. Apparently, the guy was even applying for a lower qualification. The CEO looked at it. He said, I was the one you fixed your, the tie for. He said, I am the owner of this company. 
Then he just called the people. He said, give him this appointment. Instantly, his appointment letter, and he was made a manager, one of the managers of the company. Attitude. Everybody that has come around me, everybody that has worked around me, I always have a way to prove you and to test you. A lot of people are falling by the wayside because you can never achieve anything without having a disciplined life. I think somebody is nothing to you today as you are sitting down tomorrow. But a lot of you will bow down in your heads in shame one day because it's not that you can run away but the people is standing. The person will not pay you back but you cannot look into the face of the person. Nobody thinks you will lose anything but you can lose something one day. You see, whatever peak you are in life, be grateful to God and be grateful to human beings because you can lose it in a microsecond and it will take people to restore you. But how? Folk listening to me, there is no barrier to the success as far as age is concerned. Everybody, no matter even what age you are heading towards, even when you are left with three days to your grave, God can still turn things around in your life. There is nothing that can stop the prayer of God. For God to bless you, God can bless you. But please, if your attitude is not right, you mess up with everything that is entrusted into your hands. You go to work, you sit at the work, at the, when you are supposed to work, that is the time you are polishing your face and treating your nails. As a receptionist, anybody that gets there, you speak to the people anyway, anyhow. And you don't know. It is only in Ghana people have to know who you are before they give you a good respect. But when they don't know who you are, they treat you like a rag. Immediately you mention your name and mention your title. Say, oh, sorry, you should have introduced yourself. Come with me to Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8. Whatever you achieved and your attitude is based on, some of us cannot speak the truth. We have lied from our mother's womb until today. We always lie, even when our mouth is shaking, we are still lying. He said, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, say whatever things are true. Whatever things are noble, say whatever things are noble. He said, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received, the things which you did what? Learned and received and heard. Saw in me, this do, and the God of peace will be with you. If attitude is not important, Paul will not admonish us to have a constant practice of a lifestyle. Say a constant practice of a lifestyle. You see, if you walk with junks, you become a junk. If you walk with wise people, you become wise. It is said in I can't prove that if you know how to wash your hands, you will eat with elders. Christianity has substituted ethics, morality, values for prayer and fasting. And we think as we fast and we pray, then everything will be there without working on our ethics and our value and our attitudes. If you, if, if you don't have a value for yourself, you will fall for everything. A lot of us don't have anything. We, we don't have anything that defines who we are or what we stand for. If people look at you, can they tell you what you stand for? Amen. Anywhere anybody is going, you are going. Anything that is said, you are there. Anything, this is you are there. You don't have a clear cut lifestyle. You don't know who you are. You can't say that this is, I am a man of myself in this direction. But yet you are praying and believing God to be great. I don't care. You can be a CEO. Jonathan put it this way. He said he was a sales manager and then he, he anytime he will meet his sales people and, and a lot of you have companies and business. Take note. He will meet his sales guys, motivating them, encouraging them to do the work. But at a certain time, he realized that it is not a motivation. It's about attitude. And he put it and said, no matter how you motivate people to work, if they have a bad attitude, nothing can be achieved. 
He said you can have a good entrepreneur who wants to go into business. If that person doesn't have the requisite attitude, give him all the money, give him all the expertise, let him go there, he will fail because he doesn't have the attitude. Say attitude. The discipline is not there. We are not disciplined in every, anything. We fall for anything. We are not committed to any vision and to a goal. Who told you that a black man is inferior? We are not inferior. But what can make us inferior is ourselves, Because we are not committed. We are not living a certain kind of lifestyle of discipline. Paul says that whatever things are true. What are the things that are true that you value in your life? He said whatever things are noble. What are the noble things that you value in your life? Is that whatever things are just? What are the just things? Do you believe in justice or you believe in justice? Whatever things are pure, what are the things that you value as purity in your life? Whatever things are lovely, what are the things you value as lovely? And he said, Whatever things are of good report. Of what? Good report, not a bad report. He said, If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things how many of us want to be half praiseworthy keep me a wave if there, if there is anything of such meditate on these things I was a literature student and way back I read a book the mayor of Casterbridge how many of you have read it before give me a wave and this gentleman was so much in a challenge that he thought he could trade his wife and child but one day he stood up to rise up as a mayor of a city and his past came hunting him. He lost it. Attitude. Tell somebody attitude. A lot of us, we want people to help us. Immediately you cross to a certain point that you break all the bridges. I don't care again. I have gotten to myself. You are joking. One day you come looking for the pieces. I don't break my breaches in life so I can always walk back and pick it what I'm looking for the guns have a proverbs they said even the rich man will need a needle so which means that everybody there is something you need one day so don't think you have arrived Neymar with all his general and his five star general it was a maid who taught him that there is a healing in Samaria it wasn't the people around him who are his colleagues of that same level. I was told of a story of a, of a servant in the doctor's office who the doctor traveled and they fired a guy because there's a certain sickness that woman develops and when it comes, it is only that doctor that can get the medication. The doctor was not around. The guy in his office was the one who was giving the medication to and the doctor said it is against their ethics so they fired him. When his boss came, his boss said they should bring the guy a real estate. If they don't bring him, he was also not going to work. They asked him why. He said, everything he has learned in this office and what he's able to practice, it is this guy who they see as a cleaner who has taught him. There are a lot of us, we get to a certain point and we think nobody can advise us. We think nobody can tell us anything. We think nobody can teach you anything. You don't know everything. You better shut up and let somebody also teach you a lesson. Oh, give me a wave. Say attitude. The problem we have in this part of our world is that everybody knows. Everybody is a commentator. Everybody is a coach. Oh, isn't it? Yesterday, Inter Milan and uh, Bayern Munich. I believe a lot of us were more commentators than anything. 
what you say Moreno should have done and didn't do and what the Bible coach should have done and didn't do you can analyze everything but let's put you on the pitch right now and see whether you can kick a ball charisma can open a door for you but it takes an attitude to maintain that door it takes an attitude you met a gentleman invited you over a lunch immediately you sat down over the lunch you started eating and getting uh, takeaway and everything then after you finish you come back and say that I prayed and, 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 and I don't have somebody to marry me you didn't check it when you sat down, Bible said that if you sit down with the king, cut your throat. You were just eating everything. He asked you, can you get some ice cream? He said, oh, I need ice cream. I need this. I need... And he said, uh, 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 now they said we don't call it bro. He said, bros. He said, bros, I have left my sister at home. Can, can we get some takeaway? Then you package the takeaway. The man will not talk, but the next time we don't even call you again. The very day the man came into your life, immediately he's have to pay every bill of yours and your hair and your nail and your shoe. Everything you are asking the man. And yet the men have been going and you don't know why they are going. Because you think you'll be more... Even mosquitoes, I was telling the singles that... I was telling the, the, the family meeting. Even mosquitoes, when they suck your blood and stay there on, to a certain point, they themselves, they can't fly again, they die. Oh, give me a wave. Say attitude. You see, your attitude is not value in the things you wear. You can dress and put on the nicest clothes. But your, your attitude can be as rotten and stinking than what you are wearing. You can be the CEO or the managing director or you can be a secretary or whatever. No matter what position you have, if you don't have the right attitude, you cannot achieve what you want to achieve. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.